You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. Welcome to issue 63 of Nerve Flow. This is the E3 edition, and we got a lot, a lot, a lot of shit to get into. Like a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but before we get into all of that, Please make sure you guys go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Nerdflow Podcast. Uh, find Nerdflow on Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us on our YouTube channel and join our Facebook Facebook community group. Also, promotional t-shirts still going on right now. Say 30% off t-shirts until June 30th. Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Nerdflow. And also use our special link for superhero stuff. Also help support the show. All right. So, I don't even know where to start. So, let's just start. I with, there is no start or ending with this. But let's, <laughs> let's, let's begin, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we'll start with how it all went down. Let's start with Saturday. So, Saturday was EA Play. Um, and this is EA's uh, event conference slash whatever, whatever. Um so first out the gate, uh, we got Anthem. Finally saw gameplay of Anthem. Um, it looked really good. It looked really, really good. Um, anybody else, anybody has any thoughts on, you know, how they felt about Anthem? I like it. I like Anthem. It was just, I don't want to give a fun, and this goes for every game over there at E3. Every game looks incredibly good. Even Anthem, I was the I was thoroughly impressed. I think I saw. Uh, did, I was I wondered did they actually have like a something before they premiered it at E three? I thought I saw something. I think a while ago of uh, Anthem. Mm-hmm. So you know, like I said, the game I was already saying in my head. You know, I want to go ahead pre order it, but I had to remember I want to make sure this is a great game from start to finish. But like I said, overall presentation, I loved it. Plus, on top of that, it's, you know, it's EA. I know everybody keeps Man. saying like they learned their lessons <laughs> from Battlefront 2. But is, again, it's EA. Yeah, I'm about to say it's EA. The thing is, they're going to put that heavy production machine right behind it. So, they'll, they'll be good. They'll be fine. Yeah. But, but my thing is, like, I, I, every game I feel like is going to look good. It just actually comes down to true in-depth gameplay and what we really, the longevity, the longevity of it, I would guess. Right, yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. A lot of comments I was reading on Twitter, like, you know, a lot of people say in the demo they didn't see really no in-game progression because it's yeah. not an MMO. It's just it's kind of like people, this word is getting thrown around like it's like very Destiny-like, so it's a it's a shared world shooter uh, type of game, it's a shared world adventure game. And so you got to have like we need we need to see progression like we need to see like you know, the same tiers you see in every RPG game you know rare, legendary, exotic that type of thing uh, going. So we didn't really see a whole lot of that like the investment system that's gonna keep you coming back to the game. Um, I mean they kind of really just showed off the javelins, uh, kind of showed that you're not locked into just one particular type of suit, and you can pick and choose based on how you feel. And all of that. Um, and they also gave they also gave some backstory on on the uh, on the game as well. So kind of give us an idea of you know what's the whole reasoning and you know 
Anthem is actually a thing uh, that they're going after um, that's in the world. That's a, I think it's like a weapon. And so, you know, but for, I mean, for the most part, look good and everything. Of course, you know, everybody's all everybody's playing that stuff on PC rig, so it's going to look amazing. You know, we want to yeah. see how that's going to translate over to, you know, console, of course. So, um, then we got Battlefield Five uh, announced at Battle Royale. Hell yeah! Hell. But they joined. Uh, they joined the ranks of Call of Duty, Fortnite, yep. PUBG. So. They're right along yep. in that same same uh, same realm with Battle Royale. I didn't really, from the trailer, I really didn't get a feel of Battle Royale, though. It just felt like regular Battlefield, honestly. I mean, the the, the trailer they showed, I mean, they, they just kind of, like, announced, just, they just said Royale, but I, I, I don't know if that trailer they showed was supposed to showcase that or not, because if it was, no, I didn't the, really get... Yeah, the trailer was actually... Uh, uh, okay, but that was actually one more. Yeah, okay. yeah, I really didn't, really didn't get that that feel from that. So I guess we'll see. Some no, I, I, I feel what happened was, like because Call of Duty. And that, that again. Can you hear you? Oh, no, he's still breaking up, but yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I, said, uh, I feel like I feel like Battlefield was almost forced into that. I the battle royal. I don't think probably. I'm, I honestly have a leg out. I feel like Battlefield added it almost just like let's get let's add a battle royal. I call it like we call it like part of that, but um, but yeah. So and then we got um, then we got Battlefront two. So, Battlefront 2, they came out, said they got new content coming. Uh, Clone Wars is coming to Battlefront 2. Um, they say they reworked the hero system within the game, so it's not uh, super-duper microtransaction heavy like it was in the very beginning. That's been completely removed. Uh, so, the new progression in the game now is going to be allowing you to be able to um, primarily just, as you progress, you unlock more heroes, which... That's how it should have been to begin with. Don't see why freaking purchase, you know, Han Solo and all these other characters and all this other different stuff. Like I should just level up and spend in-game currency to get whatever hero I want to play with in hero mode. It's, it's very simple, very easy. Um, any comments on Battlefront? Uh, uh, no, I, I never played Battlefront. I never got into it. I tried, but I can get into it. Yeah, I never. I actually after, after the whole fiasco with the um, with the microtransaction, I I was I was really close to picking it up from uh, I think it was shoot, I think it was the uh, EA event from last year when they showed it off. I was really close to getting it, and then when that whole thing went down, I was kind of like passed on it. Um. EA Sports. Uh, of course, we had you know EA Sports. It's EA. Uh, had stuff from FIFA, of course, and Madden. Um, not really a whole lot of new stuff this this time around for for EA games. Not that I not that I really noticed a whole lot. Um, There's probably probably was a part I kind of like 
kind of looked away for a little bit uh, from from the sports game inside. I mean, they showed off, they showed a little, like showed the trailer live, they showed the trailer Madden, showed FIFA. So, um, then we have oh, Madden, uh, huh? <laughs> I said, fuck man, I'm taking the knee on man. Don't do it all football. Then we have uh, Respawn, which is the creator and the maker of the Titanfall series. Um, interviewed one of the head uh, creators or directors for that's working on a new Star Wars game. A uh, new Star Wars game will be titled Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, and it's in the works. Uh, so it takes place between um, the action when it does it take place? It takes place between two and three of like episode two and three. So uh, we'll be getting, you know, of course we'll be getting that probably some E3s down the road, probably maybe next year, hopefully. Um, so we got that. Um, and then, okay, let's go over to Sunday. So we got the Xbox conference. Um, so Xbox kicked off with, I think it was the, was it the Halo Infinite that they kicked off with? And yeah, Halo, yeah, Halo Infinite is where they kicked off, kicked off with. Um, I'm not really sure what, cause I mean, when they show like animals and stuff like that and like, you know, the environment. So I'm kind of, everybody's kind of wondering like, what is, what is this going to be? Uh, you know what I think what? I think it was a sort of MMO or something because you know Halo. That's the only thing they haven't done. Yeah, and Infinite, and Infinite kind of kind of says that either it's either that or they just don't want to continue to name Halo games over and over and over again, or yeah, or it could be like a uh, like an open world game as well. Yeah. That'd be dope. That means Halo doing Fallout. Fallout got one coming out now, so you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Snap. <laughs> What's Snap go? I know Snap got Xbox. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there we go. I'm like, what you yeah. have, folks? Yeah, uh, my bad, man. My bad. Oh, okay. But yeah, so Halo Infinite. Snap, what do you think about Halo Infinite? Uh, well, I want to see more. I, I want to. I didn't get a chance to see the whole. I guess gameplay of Halo. I saw bits and pieces of that one. Um, I've never gotten my hand too much <laughs> on a Halo game. I've seen it before, so I was wondering what what did they add more to this Halo right here? Because how, how long ago? How long was it since we had a Halo game? Five uh, came out um, a few years ago. Yeah, I want to say about yeah, about two or three years ago. So. Um, I mean, with Halo, I mean, all we really got was just a really the only thing we got was just you know a trailer going over the world. Yeah, almost almost for a second, it feel like they're gonna reboot it to make it you know to make it current gen graphics and go from there is what almost what it sounds like and start yeah. from, start from fresh. That's what it kind of feels like. But the infinite, but the infinite kind of gives it like again, like Checkmate was saying, it gives it kind of more of a feel like it's gonna be like open world. So. So we'll see. Um, see, I, see. My thing was with Halo. Um, this is another. It just popped in my mind when I thought of Halo. Now I was like, what would be? What's going to actually be better, Halo or Anthem? Yeah, I mean, everybody's everybody's trying to 
People say anthem because it's new. Yeah, anthem. Yeah, but everybody, but everybody's trying to fill that same void. That yep. everybody wants that destiny like game that Activision has, where everybody yep. spends a lot of their time. They come back to it every single day to do something, and everybody wants that type of commitment to their game. So that's why you're seeing so many games like Anthem, like The Division, like um, there's a rumor with they didn't show it at E3, but Square Enix, the uh, Avengers game is supposed to be very uh, shared world uh, type of game as well for the Avengers game that Square Enix is working on. Uh, Rage is supposed to be like that as well, that Bethesda now. So it's like everybody wants that, that hobbyist type game where everybody just keeps coming back to it. And spending, you know, and spending, you know, money here and there on microtransactions and stuff like that. So everybody, everybody wants that type of game because it's just constant, constant. The communities, when you get a community behind it and they're super passionate about it, they keep the game alive and flowing is just unlimited revenue, honestly. So, yeah. um, then we got Xbox announced, uh, it purchased a bunch, a bunch more studios, um, <laughs> So that's some new first-party studios, which they needed very, very badly. Um, they purchased Ninja Theory, which is responsible for the pre, the prequel to Devil May Cry, Heavenly Sword, and Hellblade. They purchased uh, Undead Labs, which is responsible for State of Decay series, and Playground Games, which does all the Forza, all the Forza games. So those three studios will now officially be. Uh, all right, man. So let's go into. Um, Kick it into anime. Uh, Young, what we got, man? So, um, Baruto, they finally made it to the part. It's it's some slight changes from the movie, but not major. But, yeah, they made it to the part where Naruto um, thought that Baruto is using the scientific ninja tool in the tuning exams, and he stripped him of his ninja rank. And disqualify him from the tuning exams, but um, and he gave himself away by using, like the difference was he gave himself away by using Kakashi's uh, purple lightning. So you know, everybody know that that's pretty much specific to Kakashi, and he shouldn't have, Baruto shouldn't have used it at all. So. Uh, we basically at the scene in the movie where the anime and the movie coincide is where they get ready to fight. Um, I forgot what them folks called, but uh, the people who 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 eat the chakra from the sacred tree. So we got to see uh, Naruto and Sasuke in action in anime form. So. That's what we had in Baruto. Still ain't got no date when um, One Punch Man post to drop. We all know Dragon Ball Heroes dropping July 1st. Still ain't got a date on Castlevania. It posting came out this summer. Uh, yeah, I heard they uh, I heard they got the green light for season 3 already. They ain't even had season 2 yet. Let's see. See, they play too much, man. Like, exactly. Like, go ahead and just tell us when it's dropping. You know what I'm saying? Like, Netflix will just, just around and just drop all, and they better drop more than four episodes. 
Like, don't have nobody waiting the whole year for four episodes. Yeah, I, I need more than, and like, right now, eight is okay, but I need more than eight on the third season. I need saying. 12. Thank you. I need 12. I need 12 or 13. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, we just trying to see what everything going on. Um, let's see. What else going on? Uh, I mean, that's basically it, anime-wise, because there's so much anime out there. Like, I try to touch on the ones that everybody know, you know, because I watch a lot of ones that are pretty much like, like, they're not underground, but if we was comparing them to music, they would be considered underground. Not everybody on them. Yeah, everybody wouldn't know them. Right. So, uh... No, that's basically it. You know, we just waiting on a lot of other stuff to come out. The the main ones that's getting a lot of attention. Okay. All right, so let's go. Uh, okay. All right, man. So let's go into comic book shows and movies. Uh, let's kick it off. I know we've been holding off on this like super long. Um, I know, Briario, you saw Solo. So, uh-huh. go for it. Spoiler okay. alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we getting, like, the full story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'll just get a little brief, you know, here and there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really wanted, before I get into it, I really wanted to ask you, ask you guys, uh, what is going on with the fan base? Um, like a lot of people are throwing their opinions around based on uh, the direction that uh, Star Wars is going into. Well, a lot of people I've talked to or just conversations I've been a part of, it's kind of been a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Solo was good, you know, better than, you know, Last Jedi because, you know, a lot of the diehard people were just, you know, super pissed off with basically people saying like it was basically a... a it was basically a spaceship chase through space and Last Jedi, if you simplistically look at it that way. So, no, I mean, actually, it's a, it's a bit more than that. Yeah, but you got some it's, people that it's just... It's a bit more than that, but technically, it was a, a slow car chase. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot of dialogue. A, yeah, it was a very slow car chase, and that's how a lot of people, a lot of people looked at it and kind of perceived it, so... Like, mind you, yes, then, uh, then, um, I can't figure, I, I can't, seeing Leia use the force in the most OP way possible was a cool moment. Then, seeing Luke steal Naruto Jutsu was cool. But that was OP also. So, I mean, like, the two tightest scenes basically were OP. Like, we didn't really have no real lightsaber fight. Like, we didn't really have what we expected from Star Wars. Yeah, like, Snoke died. Like, it was lame the way Snoke died. Like, it was so many lame parts about that movie. Like, when they fought the the guards in Snoke room, okay, that was cool. But, Mm -hmm. like... Snoke supposed to be so versed in the force, he couldn't tell 
that Kylo Ren was trying to kill him with his with his own uh, lightsaber. Yeah, he's supposed to be super duper powerful. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't sense that. Exactly. So I mean, like a lot of stuff, like it. It took him a while to make like the Force Awakening. Awakens was better than the Last Jedi, and like they gonna really for this next Star Wars movie, they gonna really have to make up for this sophomore failure. And it made a lot of money. Don't get me wrong; it's not a failure by the amount of money it made, but it's a failure in the Star Wars lore. Okay. Alright, so let's get started on the uh, the run through of uh, Han Solo. So, as you know, we're, uh, we're going to open up on a movie in a galaxy far away, and it's like it's dealing with like the first Galactic Empire, and it's really starting off. Um, it's during the Galactic Republic. Or the fall of the Galactic Republic, and it's being ran by this lady called Lady Prox- Proxima, and uh, it's Han Solo and a girl named Kira. And uh, I'm guessing that they're they're a couple, or they're just children that grew up together. And uh, it's like they're trying to escape from from this planet, and the only way to do it is if they. Um, Join this crew, and like who will sell them like this um this metal, or it's something it's something important that they need that they're smuggling, and Lady Proxima is like it's like the leader of she's like this big giant alien worm, and she's just uh, in control of them. She's kind of like she's kind of like a, a woman version of of Jabba the Hutt if you if you think about it. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. So, uh, they find a way to escape, but Kira gets caught in the process. It's, it's the girl that Han is with. And it's like this really big space car chase where they don't make it and they have to put on a disguise. And I'm guessing... Um, I'm, what I'm trying to get you to picture is like the timing of all of this. It's like not during the the birth of uh, Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. It's like right right after that, during the uh, like the rise of like the Empire. Wait a minute! 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 That timeline don't make sense. Luke and Leia. It should have been way before Luke and uh. It should have been way after Luke and Leia because um Han I, just a little bit older I mean. than Leia. Yeah. So it's this this timeline is happening between the end of episode three and episode In between, four. Yeah, it's between that. So I know. So Kira and Han get separated at the at the gate because she was noticed by some stormtroopers and they take her and that was like the last time that, ha- that uh, Han Solo gets to see her, and so he joins this like pir- pilot crew, and he said he's gonna come back to to this place just so he can uh, see her again, 
but we don't see like where she's taken off to. We just know that they got separated. And so it's like three years later, and we're on this planet where like a war is going on. Like it wouldn't be Star Wars if it wasn't a war going on. So it's three years later, and he's joining this uh, pilot called Beckett. Well, he's trying to, trying to, and this uh, played by Woody Harrison. And it just turns out that this pilot is also a smuggler, and Han is trying to uh, get into it, like the gig with him, but he refuses. And so he gets attacked by him and gets thrown into a prison where this like big monster lives in. And it, it turns out that the monster is Chewie. So it's like the first meeting of how uh, Chewie and Han meet. And it turns out Han knows how to speak the language of, of Wookiee. So you're wondering, like, right at this time, like, how oh, this man just walk right in and know how to speak Wookiee. Yeah, and it's it's like, oh, okay. So he sees that Chewie is also a prisoner because he was he was just about to get eaten up, and like, he's he really getting his tail kicked by uh, Chewie because it's like they first meeting, and he got thrown into a cage with him. It's like, oh, we supposed to be expected to see Han get eaten up. So they come up with a plan to escape and they trick the guards and they break the cage and escape trying to run after the craft where sorry where Beckett is mm-hmm. and it's also oh, Beckett has a girlfriend called Val and it's another alien on the ship I can't remember his name Um, but he's voiced by what's the name of the guy who played Happy in Iron Man? Um, I know you talking about um, John Don. Uh, Don. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's who's playing the alien. He has like four arms or something like that. That's what I can remember. So they have to go to this uh, this planet where they meet the guy in charge, and it's some kind of mineral that they that they have to get, and they have to smoke because it's worth like a lot of units to them or something like that. And just I'm thinking about guards of the galaxy money. I'm a little rusty, y'all. I've only seen it one time. I haven't had a chance to actually go back and see it again. Anybody else seen it? Anybody? I've been broke. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Is it still in theater, though? Yeah, it is. It's yes. still, it's yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Tough decision. But overall, though, so um, what do you give it? As far as like, if you had to rate it on a scale, I don't like doing one to ten because one to ten is so broad. 
Um, no, let's do one to ten because I gave it an eight. Okay. I think I gave it an eight because I'm a little sorry that we didn't get to see any anybody else, but um. Hey, uh, Briario. Uh huh. I thought you gave it an eight point. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see him give it eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Uh, it was like eight point fifty two or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. All right. That's that's not a bad rating. Okay. okay. O- overall, it's really about Han Han Solo becoming who he is. Like the names. Like we all know that he's a smuggler and how he got the uh, Millennium Falcon. Well, he got the Millennium Falcon from uh, Lando. And uh, Donald Glover really did a good job on, on Lando. So good. He's getting his own movie. Yeah. Yep, he's getting his own... Uh, he, well, no pun intended, but he's getting his own solo movie. But yeah. Oh, the criminal... The, like the warlord that they're working for is a guy named Dryden. Is that the guy in the mask that we saw in the trailer? No, it's the guy. Um, he played Vision. He's like uh, the no. villain with like the yeah. big scar on his on his face and everything. Mm-hmm. But that's who they're uh, they're working for to go get like this. Uh, this mineral that they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. turns out that Kira is working for him. So. Han Solo didn't have to actually go back to the planet. He just so happened to find her there. And it's like a really big lovey-dovey reunion when they when they see each other. I was like, oh, you, I work for him. Like He might possibly be my boyfriend. Okay. Okay. Like, oh, we didn't see that coming. She all fancy and stuff. New hair. New body and all that. Lavish, ain't it? Yeah, real lavish. So you can't really mix business with pleasure when it comes to this, like, because Dryden is like a, like a killer, like he'll kill you if you betray him and all that. Mm-hmm. But Lando, on the other hand, is real. It's like the real uh, trickster. Like they, I'm glad that they kept like the whole charming thing going and everything. They kept him charming, and uh, he also has his like own. Robot Android. And it's kind of, it's kind of like a, like a vibe going on with them. But they kind of like each other, or at least the robot likes him. I've been saying, oh, him and the robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> droid. Droid. I mean, droid. Droid. All right. Yeah, use okay. the proper proper term. Okay. All right. Um, let's go. Keep it moving. Uh, let's see. We got um, so Walking Dead showrunner uh, that plays Rick Grimes will be leaving season nine. So uh, it's gonna be kind of for those who are the Walking Dead fans. It's gonna be hard to kind of see where this show is gonna go af- afterwards. Uh, I predict a lot of people are predicting that uh, the character that plays Glenn will probably more than likely take the helm and be like the lead showrunner for a couple seasons because he's really the next to the most popular person um within the walking dead the entire uh, cast so 
the question is, is is Rick Grimes going to walk it off into the sunset or is he going yeah. to die? Glenn? You say Glenn? Mm-hmm. They play, yeah, which guy that plays? Uh, no, the one that plays, one that plays Daryl. I don't know why I say Glenn. The one that plays oh, Daryl. Okay. Uh, if, if Daryl's going to be like the the new main guy after after Rick leaves. So, I mean, I, I really just came to notice that they got two different Walking Dead shows. Yeah, they got Fear the Walking Dead, which is a prequel. Kind of what kind of shows, what kind of leads up to it. Um, and how everything happened and went down. And then, of course, this is living within the world. Because a lot of people like, a lot of people say, well, I can't watch it because it's, you know, it's, it's always, I mean, what's the point, of the, the point of the show? It's all about zombies. It's like in the beginning, it's like that in the very beginning. But after a while, the zombies really just become the backdrop of the show. It's not really about, it's really about surviving and trusting people and people turning against one another. It's, that's kind of really what the entire show is really about. Zombies are just really the backdrop. They're the conflict here and there, but not, they're not like, it ain't about zombies every single episode. Because I think that would be a hard show to write if it was zombies every single episode. But, um... Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx uh, got casted as Spawn. And it's like, uh, well, there's been a lot of, a lot of people I've talked to, there's been a lot of mixed reactions to him being casted as Spawn. Everybody's saying, like, well, why not Michael J. White? Well, because they want to reboot it. You can't reboot something and have the same person play the character they played it before. Yes, you Who can. said that? Who wrote that rule? Yes, you can. Uh, that's just been the rule because nobody, no movie has ever recasted. Um, well, no movie has ever recasted a reboot, huh? Every rule is meant to be broken. Well, well, they got they spawned. Exactly. So, and guess who? And guess who chose them? Todd McFarlane, probably more likely chose them. Yep. If it was if it was Todd McFarlane's choice, I'm down with what Todd McFarlane has to say. Pretty sure that was probably his choice. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This actually might be good for Jamie. Yeah. Like, I haven't really seen any other action movies that he's been in been in lately. But I, I have no doubts that he won't do a good job. I feel like he'd do a, be a good spawn. I feel like. A lot of people are prejudging it purely because, okay, one, Michael J. White, you know, he's well-known, martial arts, all that good stuff. But then a lot of people mm-hmm. always rag on the Spawn movie as a whole because you can get a good actor, you can get a person that can truly embody a character, but if the writing and the script is wrong, it don't mean anything. Right. <clears throat> uh-huh. So, same thing goes, so the same rule applies to this situation with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. They could have the greatest writing in the world, but right now you may not think the casting is right, but they may have the best script in the world, and they could blow it out the water. So just because just because you don't feel the casting right, you know, it, it was the opposite way in the '90s when when the original Spawn came out. Well, when we think about it now, that's the only person we really could think of is playing, you know, playing Spawn. <clears throat> It's just that you don't hear fun when you say Jamie Foxx. Yeah, but there ain't a lot of black actors out there other than, okay, Idris Elba. I mean, you got him. I mean, 
What you call is already Black Panther, so he's out of the he's out of the running. You got Michael B. Jordan, he's out of the running. Who else we got? We ain't got many. That's just up there, up there. Okay, let me rephrase it. How many we got that's like high tier black actors? Not because we got a lot of a lot of a lot of black actors. We know who they are because you know black people support black movies no matter if it's on BET or go straight to DVD or whatever the case may be. But let's talk about like if we throw the name out there. Oh, I know who that is, and that ain't old. Thank you. My point exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I'm, like I'm thinking about, yeah. I'm thinking in my head, like all the black ball guys. <laughs> I mean, but, but okay. time, I mean, that could have been an opportunity for somebody else to get their big break too. Like I just don't like. Who, didn't try I, I'm not saying Jamie Foxx ain't gonna be a, a a good spun. I just don't see it. He may pull it off. Hell, he pulled off Ray Charles without a, you know, with no problem. So he might pull it off. I'm just stuck on trying to see Jamie Foxx be dark. The only image I got in my head is him and Spider Man. But that was Electro. because of bad writing, though. Yeah. I mean, that see? script was horrible. Yeah. Jim Carrey played a good. I Riddler. mean, they had. They had the they yeah. had the money, but, but the, they didn't have the script. Jim Carrey profile. I mean, fit Jim Carrey style though, because you got to think about it. The really went too far of a stretch from the math. Yeah, but he, I mean, still tapping into a psychopath because yeah, he was. Okay, line. Jim Carrey always in. Play like crazy. But role. he did. But sure he did a good job with Django. Though. Then, that was a pretty. Think about dark Cable role. Guy. Like Cable Guy was a psychopath. Yeah, he was. I think with the right script, he could do okay. Yeah, I mean, I everybody so. didn't see Ben Affleck as Batman, but I, I still mean, don't see it. He was alright. He was pretty good. I mean, he can't say. He wasn't horrible. He's so better snapback. than a devil. You your snapback. So you're telling me Val Kim is your favorite Batman? Exactly. <laughs> nah, George Clooney. <laughs> Michael Keaton. George Clooney with the nipples. <laughs> See, you're going for it. Just for man. You know what I'm saying? Michael Keaton. I'm a Michael Keaton fan. So. Yeah. I don't know. I know. <laughs> stop, stop. I heard what he said before that. Somebody gonna say yeet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Chill out, Briari. I'm gonna actually go watch that when we done. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> But we have our we have our favorites and picks and chooses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of favorite picks and chooses, um, Jared Leto still the Joker. He's getting a solo movie. I saw that coming. Yeah. So, uh, but why not? Because all the yeah, people that they were the worst Joker ever in history. All the people they were. Claiming, but, we, okay. we know you got a thing for Jack Nicholson. Oh so God! We, we can't even. You know, I, I'm not even. 
I'm not going to say Jared Leto was the worst. I just didn't see enough of him to just say he was worse. I can't really just say he sucks. I didn't see okay. that much of him. Given given what we've seen, what makes him a bad Joker? What if he morphed? What if, okay, let's say, for example, okay, let's say that version of Suicide Squad we saw was like an early version. And let's say he eventually turns into the Joker that we all know. And maybe that's an early version, beginning version. He slowly turns into the Joker that we know. No, because the Joker that he's being portrayed as is like the Joker in the uh, alternate universe Joker because he's not being a traditional Joker. They 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 said that already. They wanted to bring him into one of the futuristic Joker. He's not Jack Napier. Hey, they could change it. I mean, there's nothing to say they can't change it. They can't, like, take it a whole different direction. I mean, I'm just saying. Nothing to say they can't. And pretty, and, and you know, and turn it. So. But when they came out with when they came out with Suicide Squad, they were saying he wasn't Jack Napier. He wasn't the uh, original Joker that was supposed to be the Red Hood. I think Leonardo DiCaprio would be the perfect Jack Napier. Yes, I I, I feel that too. I feel it's Johnny Depp, but that's just me. Johnny Depp or Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the two. I feel like they could pull that off. Because uh, Johnny Depp I, and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory showed me. Django? Nah, Django did it for me. I was like, about, he was the best villain in the world. We don't want to, we don't have to want to, you know, we we have to be put him on a suicide watch or something like that. We don't want to like die or something because you know he a method actor. He take that job a little bit too serious. <clears throat> <laughs> We we know he do. We he know he do. He does a little bit. Yeah. When he when you get him a part, he 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 the part. He didn't he uh didn't he hurt himself when he did that scene in Django? Probably did. Yeah. Yeah. He said his hand for real. Yes. And he kept going. And he kept going. See what I'm talking about right there. See, too serious. Yeah. (laughs) It's like do we really want him to become a joker now? Now that I think about this. And then, you know, looking back on it, like, he's legend, especially what he did to get ready for his, his Joker role, so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Um, Disney and Fox to have a shareholder meeting, which this has already passed two days ago. Um, I haven't heard anything as far as from that meeting. I do know Comcast was trying to, or Comcast slash NBC was trying to, pull a fast one and try to get Fox themselves. I don't know if that was even a thing that happened, but I know it was a thing they were trying to do. Um, so the question would be like, what would happen with the properties if they did get it? Would we had to sit through somebody, another company having like X-Men and <laughs> Fantastic Four and Wolverine. <laughs> We can have NBC. Yeah. We gotta deal with NBC Universal because that's who that's what movie studio NBC is under Universal. Mm. So, yeah. <clears throat> um. Then also uh, another uh, merger thing. Companies just merging all over the place. Uh, AT&T and Time Warner deal got approved by the FCC. So the big question is, what do they do with DC Comics? Because Warner owns DC. (laughs) 
And AT&T is buying Time Warner, so it will become property of AT&T. These Develop good phones. Oh, I know. <laughs> the bad phone. Because <laughs> Time Warner was already looking to sell off DC anyway, and it would just be funny as heck if Disney would be like soup up and be like, "Yeah, we'll take that too." Ooh, we also weak. It's like, oh, that Batman, that, that Marvel versus DC game you wanted, we got it right here. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna make oh that, we're gonna wow! We gonna make that happen. <laughs> pull up the pull up the money truck to the back door. We got you. Um, Jordan Peele wants to reboot Gargoyles movie. Oh, <gasps> do it! Yes. Do it! Yes, please. Do it. What? Now I didn't say live action, so I don't know if it's. I'll take an animated one. If it's animated or live, it don't action. even matter. Just okay. let Jordan Peele do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait! I got a question. We don't need another M. Light Shyamalan shenanigan, okay? How do we know Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele. I'm sorry. Jordan Peele has, uh, you know, a fan of the source material. Like. Yeah, but he did get out. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, and look how great Get Out was. Yeah. He did Get Out so, and he did the other movie about the I don't know if you guys heard of the movie. It was like this black kid that had powers. Um it was like a very underrated movie. Um Raising Um and it also has a guy from Psyched in and I cannot think of the name of the movie. Hold on, let me look it up. Cuz I know that the character, the black guy, the guy that played the the villain in the in it he plays in Psych and he plays like a funny person, so I was surprised he was the villain. Uh, hold on. Dooley. Hmm? Dooley. You said the guy from Psych. I'm just I'm assuming you you mean the black guy. Yeah, the black guy. I just don't know. I just don't know. Dooley. Yeah, Dooley. Yeah, Dooley. And he played in. Hold on, I got the movie. Hold on. Uh, Man, does he even have it on his disc on his uh filmography? That would suck if he don't though. Like, man, that movie that bad. Um, it's called <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, it's called Slight. Is the name of the movie? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, Jordan Peele did that movie too. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know what? Yeah, you know what? yeah I give Jordan. I give him that. Uh, I let him direct Gargoyles. To be told, growing up, like watching him on Comedy Central, I didn't think he would actually be able to produce a film. Like I said, like Get Out or Slight. So oh, oh, let's, go, let oh, oh, let's go way, way back with this. Let's go because he's Mad TV, the last cast mm-hmm. Mad TV. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's where he. That's where he came from. So it's like. Yeah, so. so it's like you really don't know what this man actually can really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I let him do it. No, I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> even if it's Guys, live action or not, I, I, I give him a shot. Give I'm, a shot. I'm still gonna go watch. I still, it. I kind of still want Marvel Studios to produce it though. Like they said, like they, like they said they would. Long time ago, they said Marvel was going to be over it. I, I'm cool with Jordan Peele directing it, but I also would like Marvel to be part of it. 
I don't want. Hey. I, I just don't want Disney to touch it in, in no way, shape, or form. Reason being, I don't want them to be singing in it. Why not? It is Disney. I know it's Disney, but Disney don't mean singing in every movie. <laughs> they can't no, sing on the gargoyles. You don't sing on gargoyles. I'm, I'm just, but you just know that's in the formula. You know this. Um, <laughs> statue. It's in the formula. Come on now. I'm sure uh, shocked that they, they took singing out of Mulan. Come on now. I am a statue. Speak, uh, speaking of other Disney stuff, can we guys can we please talk about what we've seen with the new record Ralph uh Ralph Breaks the Internet? Oh trailer? yes. Uh That's it's funny. basically the Kingdom Hearts movie with Record Ralph. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's Kingdom Hearts. And also but, Taraji but, P. Henson's character. Hmm? We also get Taraji P. Taraji P. Henson uh, as a character in Rick and Ralph as well. She's uh, starring as Yes with three S's. She's Yes with three S's? Who the heck is that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, she's part, yeah. She's part of the internet. She's a, char- she's a character that's like yes. really important to the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, she's, exactly. Like, she's probably like, she's probably she's like, a, she's probably like a meme yeah. on Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it also feels, feels like the, really it, it also feels like the uh what's the movie? The, what's the the um the emoji movie? It's also like the emoji yeah, movie. Yeah, a lot of people are saying this might be like the emoji movie but better. Like yeah. the emoji movie was crap. Like maybe this will emoji movie. Like good. Disney going to yeah, show them how this is how you do well. it. Well, I've never seen the Emoji movie, never seen Wreck-It Ralph, the first one, none of that stuff, so um, I don't have but kids, it, so therefore I don't, I don't. It was good, man. Is it breaking the fourth wall that Disney is in the movie? Like everything that we yeah, love, like yeah, Marvel kinda, characters yeah, will be in kinda, it, the princesses kinda, and yeah, yeah, Star Wars characters are going to be in it. Yeah, it's kind of breaking the fourth wall. No, no, not really. Breaking the fourth wall if they if if uh, well, no, that wouldn't be. Breaking but it's the wall. showing the characters are aware that they belong to. Okay, then yeah, it a is. corporation. <laughs> yeah, it, then it is. Yeah, it is. It is breaking the fourth wall. When you say it like that, it's like mm, that ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it is. yeah it is. Um. All right. Uh, last thing. Uh, Aquaman. Aquaman trailer will be dropping in a few days. Don't know what that means, but it says the article said trailer will be dropping in a few days. And, and we're going to take their word for it. Pretty much. Because this is the, probably going to be the second greatest DC movie that they're coming out with. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, it has wow. to be. Wow. It, ha- it has to be. Like, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has really set the bar for DC movies. Also, I don't see why I rate Wonder Woman movies. so high. Like, a lot of movies are setting the bar. I don't need a cute. I, I don't see I, why I said why I rate Wonder Woman so high. It was just not this spectacular. It's in the same category as Captain America. How people say how I feel, how I feel about Captain America: The First Avenger. How people say, "Oh, it was a good movie." I don't feel it's a good movie either. Most of the time, uh, origin. Most of the time, origin. Origin movies are not really good. Some to some to some fans. Some people think it's great, just like Iron Man One. I hate Iron Man One, but everybody else swears, "Oh, it's the greatest. It's the beginning of the Marvel." Blah blah blah. That's fine. That's your opinion. 
<laughs> goes the same way when it comes to Wonder Woman. I feel because me personally, I feel that was a, that was a good movie. Because guess what? Before her, there were no good female superhero movies. Remember Cat? Remember Catwoman? <laughs> remember how the bear playing Catwoman? Hey, 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 stop, stop. That was horrible. No, no. no. Who, uh, we, who we was that villain? That's why we don't. We we don't want to bring that up. Who was that villain? A cosmic, a mega lady. We are still talking about this. No, I'm, she I'm was. Saying. I'm just saying. She mutated her skin cells through a formula that so made her look a, younger. So she was a female clay face. Look, man, yeah. let's just say it. Let's just, <laughs> hey, much. The best DC movies came out in the 70s and 80s. The original Superman movies with Christopher Reeve that span between the 70s and 80s and the first Batman movie. I would say that's perception. I mean, mm. oh, Batman movie, yeah, but I like the Nolan movies, so I mean, yeah, it's pink. But yeah, so, but yeah, Aquaman trailer coming out in a couple of days, so. Man, they just need to stop playing with Batman. Go ahead, go dig Tim Burton up out of whatever grave he in. He's some sick, twisted cartoon movie. Yeah, Dumbo. Dumbo. Thank you. Let's <laughs> go mess that up. It's <laughs> like he messed up thinking Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> no, he didn't. I give I give Alice in Wonderland a props. That was a Alice weird... in Wonderland was dope. The new Alice one? No, oh no, it was. Oh my god. Oh, okay. All right. Because it was twisted and dark. It, it to me, that new Alice in Wonderland wasn't. It, that was for teenagers. That wasn't for small kids. It was twisted and dark, and I liked it because it was. I had to watch it, it was like, I in 3D it went back to the original book. It wasn't Disney's Alice in Wonderland. It went back to the book. But they did mess up by combining the same character like the Red Queen and the Queen of Hearts and made them like the same person. That's the only thing that they messed up. Like the Red Queen and the Queen of Hearts are two separate people if you read the book. Yeah. Yeah. I hated it though. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I don't... I don't. Yeah, some of the Tim Burton stuff. I know some people praise Tim Burton for his weirdness, but I just, me, I just don't. I mean, the the best thing I feel he's done is just like how Young likes Batman, the first Batman. That's like the best thing he's done for me is Batman. In the Nightmare Before Christmas. As a kid, I didn't appreciate it, but now I do. Mm. I didn't like as a kid. I didn't. I didn't care about. That. I was. I was. I was three ninjas and karate and Bruce Lee. That, that was my childhood. I, that was like, like Nightmare for Grim. That was odd to me. Yeah. I recently oh, saw don't forget his very I can't first. believe I liked that movie. Yeah. And don't forget his very first film, a lot of people don't know, called Vincent. That sounds familiar. Like his very first animated uh, production. Like y'all can find mm-hmm. it on YouTube. Just go look, look it up. It's like the very beginning of him, of his work. And Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beetlejuice will be on there, too. I like Beetlejuice because Beetlejuice, it was Beetlejuice. Did you so. do hand? Huh? Tim Burton did Edward Scissorhands, too, didn't it? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Now we're going to have to do a chart of all the greatest Tim Burton films. I forgot all about that chart, man. Oh, there's a lot of charts. Uh, uh, Alright, y'all. Alright. So, alright. We're going to get out of here for issue 63 of Nerdflow. Um, E3 edition. Uh, we're going to... Uh, also, yeah. Um, 30% off t-shirts to June 30th. Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Nerdflow. Um, or you can just go to the Facebook page, click shop now, take it straight to the page for the savings on t-shirts, join the face, join the Facebook community, uh, YouTube channel, Instagram, Nerdflow podcast, Twitter, Nerdflow and facebook.com forward slash Nerdflow podcast. And, uh, yeah, we out. See you guys for issue 64 of Nerdflow. Uh, and please oh, go see hello. Han Solo cause my recap was horrible. <laughs> go pre-order some games that you saw at E3. Exactly.